Good morning, everyone. Today is July 16th, Monday morning, and it's 8.13 in the morning. And I am here in Denver at RWA 18 still, and I am in bed with the fabulous Dorinda Jones. <laughs> Hello. Because <laughs> we're rooming together. Yesterday she was sleepy. Actually, she says she's sleeping, but she's not, because then when I... Pinger, she says, oh, I was awake. Is that true? Or yes. Is <laughs> you said you I sleep was. till like 8.30 or 9. I do, uh, but what I really mean is I wake up and I stay in bed till 8.30 or 9. Oh, okay. <laughs> Daydreaming, coming up with plots. You know, I like to do that. I like to wake up and just lie there and kind of, I, I, I used it in this book, I call it the dream think. Oh, yeah. Because you, it's like you're not a hundred percent awake right that's exactly. interesting that you do that exactly. too I love it that's one of my favorite things it's kind of a stress-free thinking about the book mm -hmm. right because you're just oh, kind of yeah. thinking about your characters yes. and mm -hmm. cool sexy things they can do yeah. <laughs> all that fun stuff yeah <laughs> so which book were you thinking about this morning I was thinking about a book that I want to write, um, but I don't have a title. The one we were talking about last night. Yes. Super secret book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. So that one's really lighting up your imagination. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. And so I went over to Starbucks. I went out and walked, ran and walked, and I went over to Starbucks and got us drinks. But Dorinda doesn't, for all that she writes about coffee, doesn't drink coffee. I, well, it depends on the time of year, my mood, <laughs> how my allergies are. I actually do love coffee, and I drink it every once in a while, but, and this is the weird thing, I don't know that this is true, um, I have actually seen the studies, but I, I was reading a book, um, and it talked about how caffeine, any caffeine, you know, tea, soda, whatever. Um, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. <laughs> My favorite. Raises your cortisol levels. Oh. And so I was, I'm actually in the middle of doing an experiment just to see if, if it, you know, helps with stress of any kind or anything like that. And so far, I haven't noticed anything whatsoever. <laughs> except that you don't get to have coffee. Right, and diet except coke. I don't get to have coffee. Yeah. Um, now, I will say that when I'm off of caffeine, and this is also might sound weird, um, that I'm less tired throughout the day. Ah. So, so, you know, that caffeine, it gives you, you that spike. And we're then, both like tracing it in the air. Right, we are. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you that spike, and then you kind of. You know, crash. crash and over and over. And so when I don't have caffeine, it, I just have a much more even. But isn't it all like down here? It's a little higher. Like, <laughs> yeah, right there. Right there. <laughs> it's very steady, steady level of energy all day. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm not as affected by caffeine as most people. I don't yeah. seem to. Like it doesn't change yeah. thing one way or another yeah. for me not to have it, or to and have it. and it's well and it's so, it just affects me so oddly because I truly have ADHD. One of my main characters is 
is famous for having ADHD, but... Not Charlie? Or uh, is Charlie? Oh, yeah, it's definitely Charlie. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and and um, it can actually affect me just the opposite and make me even sleepier. Oh. You know, it just depends on, again, the time of day or something. I don't know what the deal is, but but I do love it. I do love, just like Charlie, I love mocha lattes <laughs> big time. <laughs> well, and I ended up calling this podcast my first cup of coffee because I like making my latte in the morning. And I think it's as much the ritual oh, as anything. You know, I could probably make it without the coffee, but I'd like that yeah. nutty yeah. flavor. Yeah. And, and the smell. Also. Oh, the smell. There's nothing as wonderful as the smell of coffee. <laughs> so yesterday, Dorinda and I... Where we did unpretty day, where we did not fix up. Mm-hmm. Well, Dorinda fixed up some. She did a lot more than I did. Well, just because I do, I can be home all day and know I'm going to be home all day, and I still, it's it's again maybe the ritual, maybe just the really? knowing it's I done. Know. I don't know. Hmm, I knowing don't. If there is a fire, I can go out in public. I can run outside and. <laughs> If if there's a fire, I don't care if I have makeup on. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. But you're pretty without makeup. Oh, so are you. No, no you're pretty. No, you're, you're pretty. pretty. <laughs> you're pretty. <laughs> <clears throat> so we, and we wrote, we worked on stuff all day, and we went over to the Brown Palace to my favorite uh, growing up, one of the places that we would always go for special occasions when I was growing up, which is Ship's Tavern. And I was realizing, after we talked about that, that it's actually called Ship Tavern. Yes. And Dorinda thought that I was saying Ship Tavern. Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, a part of me knew that you wouldn't be saying that, but I was like, what is she saying? <laughs> Ship Tavern? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we could go there if you want. <laughs> But sound terribly appealing. I realized that we have always said, if you asked anyone in my family, and I said, oh, you know, we went and ate at that place at the Brown Palace, my mother would say, oh, you went to Ship's Tavern. And we, we just used the possessive, and maybe right. that's why. Maybe could that's be. why we say Ship's yeah, Tavern. Yeah, could be. Because when you go straight into that tea and tavern, yeah. Yeah. It just... Ship Tavern. <laughs> just pronunciate it very well. So, and then we were coming out. I had this really yummy tea with lunch that was um, a rose Tulsi that I'd never had before. And as we're coming out, they have like the little standard hotel gift shop, a tiny little one, tea shop and stuff. And I got all excited because I thought, oh, I'll be able to buy the tea there. And, you know, this is what I get excited about. And I was denied. They did not have it. But they did have these fabulous... What do you call these things? Cozies? Yeah, I think a uh, koozie or something. Koozie? Yeah. Why would you call it? A, isn't it cozy like you make your coffee cozy? Well, these are called, the, the thing that you slip onto the cups are called koozies. Why are they called koozies? Well, I don't know. I didn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I, why are they called koozies? Okay. So anyway, I took a picture and I'll post it with the podcast, but they're super cool little leather things that say the Brown Palace Hotel and Spa and Dorinda bought them for us so that we will always remember Shit Tavern (laughs) (laughs) which is a very gorgeous that place is gorgeous it's so beautiful it's a very old hotel it's from the Gold Rush days and uh, Ship Ship's Tavern I'm just going to say Ship's Tavern um, looks like the inside of a sailing ship 
Yes. And they've got model ships, and then they're sort of like the centerpiece. That I don't even know what all those nautical terms are, yeah. but like it would be like the the, the, the mast of the, the spars mast. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, very cool. And amazing food. So good. Yeah, very good food. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. <laughs> yeah. If you are coming in for our WA National, they also have a um, afternoon tea in the lobby in the grand lobby, which is gorgeous. And. Uh, we didn't do that because we're both kind of picky about food. Dorinda's vegan, and I'm trying to do low carb. And with afternoon tea, you really just, they don't do that. Right. You're at their mercy. <laughs> You're at <Yeah>. their mercy. <laughs> Forced to <Yes>. have scones. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, when that happens. <laughs> the little sandwiches with unidentifiable meats in them. Mm-hmm. And so then after that, we went to Denver Public Library, where I had not been for a long time. And that is a gorgeously renovated library. Beautiful. And we found this wonderful spot, um, the second floor rotunda reading room. Mm -hmm. And we sat there and worked. And we'll probably be there again today. Yes. And are you going to work on the secret project? No, I'm still going to work on copy edits. For which Winston? For um, Summon to 13th Grave, which Ooh. is the last Charlie Davidson book. So so it's your last copy edits for Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that when you were yeah. Yeah. having fits about it yesterday. <laughs> I was having a little mild panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nobody's fault, absolutely nobody's. My copy editor changed a name that I had in the book and I realized that but I thought no that's what it is that's what it is in 12th and then going back I finally realized that I actually put that name in after well during while I was doing copy edits which the copy editor doesn't see it yet the copy editor marks it up and then it goes back to somebody else who accepts changes and does the final thing and so the copy editor doesn't know right she had no idea that I had inserted that name and I was panicking and and thinking where is it and then I was looking at the wrong copy of that I had that it wasn't in as well and anyway it was a big thing but thank god for my my continuity editor who I texted and got back to me immediately and said no you're right calm down Take a chill pill. It's okay. <laughs> is that part of her job description? <laughs> you know, she's pretty good at it. She is. It's not part of her job description, but she's very good at just finding stuff and calming me down. I don't panic very often, but every once in a while. And, and uh, yeah, she's fantastic. But you hired her separate, right? You just paid I her. did. I pay her separate, yeah. And she was actually just a reader. And she just a reader. Just a reader. That sounded so I know it's I know, but, but I, I, I say mean, it all the time yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean she she was just a Charlie fan, you know, and uh she would email me and I'd email her back and then she we started talking about one of the books and she had this great suggestion and I thought, huh. So I, I just had her as a beta reader at first and then I realized how incredibly good she is about picking up continuity er- errors and um like motivational, like, you know, there's no motivation for that. It's stupid. You can't do that, you know. <laughs> I mean, she calls me on everything, and that's exactly what you want. You don't want to get away with anything. 
So it's absolutely fantastic. And my assistant, Dana, is really good, too. She actually called me on something yesterday. She texted me this long text because she beta read it for me. Thirteen. Thirteen. And it said, absolutely not. This would never happen. This is so out of character for every single character in your book. This is out of character. you got to get rid of this scene. <laughs> but how did she feel? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to get rid of the scene. But then she also made a suggestion on what would fix it. And I'm like, oh, my God, why did I think of that? So it's oh, my team. You know, writing is a team effort. It, it's, it's very solitary 99% of the time. But then you have that other... 1% where it all comes together and your editor and your copy editor and and your beta readers and, and it just produces something wonderful. Yeah, we were talking about that some yesterday and like I was making you think about the ending of my book and yeah. helping me solve yes. problems and I called Grace Straven and asked before I left and said, okay, <laughs> here's this thing set I, I set up, what do I do with it? And those conversations are so... Hopeful Absolutely. Yeah. I realized that tomorrow is Grace's birthday. Oh. I didn't realize. My phone told me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should take that back. Cool. That's but, awesome. Yes. So, happy birthday, Grace Darling. Happy birthday. <laughs> Maybe we all have to do a special birthday podcast yeah. for her. Yeah. In which, what what would I do? I would. I don't know. She's so neat. I could like spill all of her secrets. Ooh, that would be a yeah, yeah. Be an interesting birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think she has many secrets to spill. <laughs> and then last night we we were tired. We were tired, and it was raining. Yeah. And we got room service. And then we went to the movie. Yep. Yes, we did. Jorinda made me go see Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. I Kingdom, think. is yeah, that what it something is? Something like that, yeah. <clears throat> Which I loved. And Jeffy's like, it was good. <laughs> uh, it could be the Chris Pratt factor. I, I've discovered, <laughs> and having spent... The last two days, pretty much exclusively in Dorinda's company, which is, of course, delightful, but that most of her enjoyment of movies is driven by how hot the person <laughs> in it is. Well, I like movies and, and television without hot people. It just it just adds. It's like spice. It adds extra spice. And You know, she says this, but <laughs> but she's saying, oh my God, that movie was so good. Such and so was so hot, I just <laughs> couldn't help it. And I'll say, what it was? What was it about? And she'll say, oh well, you know, they went to these places and did some stuff. But such and so was so hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not an exaggeration. That's not. No, I feel. it's not exaggeration <laughs> at all. At all, it plays a huge. Yeah, it factors in quite. In a very, very abundantly. <laughs> but Chris Pratt was hot in the he movie. He was. He's just so pretty. But we were agreeing that he's better when he's scruffy. Yes. Yes. We yeah. like scruffy Pratt. Scruffy yes. Pratt. <laughs> that could be a hashtag, scruffy Pratt. Yeah. I thought he looked bulkier in this movie. Yeah, he did. He might have been bulking he up. good, yeah. yeah. That red-headed actress doesn't do a lot for me. Uh, 
I can never remember the order of her names, but something like Dallas Bryce Howard or Bryce Dallas Howard or something. Oh, okay. I just think she's just so beautiful. She is. Beautiful. But I feel like she's not, I mean, maybe it's the the role, but mm-hmm. I feel like she just doesn't do very interesting things. Right. No, I understand that. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always want my heroines to do more interesting yeah. things. Yeah. I've had this pet peeve lately, and I, I might have to, I'm going to explore it more, but I've really been noticing a number of books, and, and I mean, movies, I know Hollywood's going to do it. It annoys me when books do it and women writers do it, where they start out with a very interesting heroine and an interesting heroine's journey and mm-hmm. things for her to do, and then as the hero comes into play, the story shifts, and the hero takes over the story and does all of the interesting things. Very true. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. And it's like, why? Why did you do this? Why right. did you, like, leave your heroine pregnant back in the castle while right. the hero went off and, like, fought the war? Why didn't she get to go? Right. It was, like, her quest to begin with. Yes, yes, absolutely. But I know you don't do that with Charlie. No, no, Charlie's pretty much right in the middle of anything <laughs> and of course when you ha- write in first person that helps because mm-hmm. she has to be I'm forced to that's right you can't exactly. not yeah. have her on the page do you ever not no no you've never no. you never have a cutaway she, she's always on the page and she only knows what she hears or sees or you know or is told is or told yeah. yeah yeah I think there's a certain purity to that um because i also, Dorinda and I have just been listing pet peeves to each other the last few days. I don't know what. I really hate it when, but um, you know, like every once in a while, you'll have a book where it'll be, you know, like one POV or two POVs, and they'll be really good with it. And then, like near the end of the book, it'll cut away to like the villain's POV or yeah, something. Yeah. And and people say, well, you know, the author had to do that in order to get that piece of information in because the other characters couldn't know it, right. and it's like. Yeah, but that's cheating. It's cheating. It absolutely is cheating. Especially when you haven't done it at all. Right. Throughout the whole book. If you're going to do that at the end, you've got to set it up. Yeah. You've got to give his point of view at some other point. You know, it just, it is cheating. And it's, it's kind of lazy writing if you're going to do that. That's what I think too. Yeah. And, and people argue with me about that. They say, no, no, that's really acceptable. And I'm like, no. Well, I mean, sure. It, it probably... I would think that most readers wouldn't wouldn't notice or, or really care. Oh, like, like you were saying that about um, that writers notice stuff. Right, right, yeah. I can't remember what you were saying that about. Like, well, and we were talking about how we both knew exactly the minute so-and-so showed up at the movie last night. Oh, right, we both spotted the <coughs> twist. The twist, like, immediately. Right. In the first part of the movie, we knew exactly what was going to happen, but it still made the journey. It was still yeah, fun. we still enjoyed the story. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. There is a part of that brain that tracks that thread, and you Absolutely. think, oh, okay, this character has been introduced mm-hmm. to demonstrate this thing, you right. know, and you sort of re- recognize these plot elements. Right. Right. It's like the little com- the writer computer in the back yes. of your brain going, yes. ching, 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 yeah. trope 37. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and they're so easy to spot. I mean, not always, but... Yeah, and then and every once in a while, what kills me is that when something is introduced and you're like, okay, I know exactly where this is going. Oh, and then it doesn't. And then it doesn't. Yes. And you're like, oh, what? 
you had this incredible opportunity that that would have been so much better than what you actually did. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, either that or it, it is a complete surprise and it's even better. But yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. why those movies are so cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's actually about 20 minutes worth and I try not to go too much longer than that because, because, yeah, for no good reason. Because yeah. that's how long it takes me to drink my coffee. <laughs> That's an excellent reason. So I'm going to take a shower. I know you'll be glad. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take a shower too, but I will wait. I'm not going to... <laughs> shower to, with yes, me? Yes. <laughs> that, that would be awkward. We're, we're not going to have that much togetherness. No. <laughs> we're not that close. <laughs> we're pretty darn close. <laughs> well, we are in bed together. That's I mean, true. that would be the next yeah, step. Yeah. Uh, only because I came over to Dorinda's bed because of the microphone, people. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> so I'm going to take a shower, and then we could go get a protein bowl. Ooh, I'm yeah. kind of excited about yeah. protein bowl place. Yeah. This is what we get excited about also. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the library and work, right? Yes. So if you are in town, you could find us in that second floor rotunda reading room. We hope we're going to get there right at the opening, so we'll mm -hmm. stake it out. Come and write with us. You're not allowed to talk. Because we don't ever talk. Never. 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 No. We just sit there and work in silence. Until our fingers bleed. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for enjoying the first cup of coffee or London fog of the day. Yes. And you all have a good one. Thank you.